Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Darling, how are you? Fine. How are you? Sorry, hang on, I'm in the ivy. No! Yeah, no, the salmon, yeah, yeah. No, no not still or sparkling. Tepid, tepid water. That. <laughs> it's Gareth. It's oh. me, Gareth Southgate. Oh. How are you, darling? <laughs> good, mate, good. Scraping the barrel a bit on the old squad. Okay, Flav, <laughs> I've, I've heard, I've got the scouts out there, mm. and they've been saying that you are quite the baller. I'd like you to join up for the squad. Oh, I'll probably do a job in your squad there, yeah, mate. Yeah, good. Sorry, well, yeah. Make, yeah, thanks for that. Make sure you do, because we're going all the way this year, okay? Where? To Russia. Quarterfinals at best. Oh, wow. You're See you later. later. Bye. Bye. Um, the worst English squad ever? The worst England squad ever? Isn't it? I hadn't even heard of four of the players in it. Wow. Well, two. Football pundit. Yeah, not a pundit. Um, Get into this job. <laughs> Let's not get into that now. Mawson. Mawson. <laughs> you weren't even sure when you said his name, were you? No, no, no. He, he's, he's a bit of a player. I like him. He couldn't get in Brentford's squad. Yeah. Fifth choice centre-back. Fifth choice centre-back. What's going on at your club? Uh, that's not entirely true. What's, what's true then? About, what's, he, he wouldn't sign a new contract, so they just fucked him off to Wickham. I like that. To Wickham? Yeah. To Wickham? Yeah, to Wickham. Well, it's a bit sh- out of order, isn't it? It shows how you can turn it around. Imagine it? being a Wickham fan. So that's a good... Let's go on, let's dive into that. All so right. Gareth Southgate, their perfect uh, impression of him. Yeah. He's actually very, very um, fabulous as a person right. and loves to have, have tepid water, very specifically tepid water, down the eye. I like to relax. <laughs> have a beer or two at the weekend during the week mainly um, mainly water <laughs> uh, do you know what I, I, around this period of time right so a couple of England friendlies friendlies for everyone and now getting to the point where we're gearing up for the World Cup yeah. what I can hear and see is people starting to find these little bits of evidence little crumbs of stuff that they can then repackage and use at a later date and be totally hypocritical and slam Gareth Southgate <laughs> right yeah. so you're saying is that this is the worst England squad in a long time absolutely since when since time immemorial since time began really yeah. it's terrible worse than, worse than Euro 2000 so that's the one I would who was go in to. that 
Dennis Wise was in that squad. <laughs> Danny, and, and ageing Keown was in that was squad. Was that Danny Mills, did he? Uh, no, I think that was two years later, it was Danny Mills. Right. But yeah, it was a poor squad. It was a squad that was on its, on its knees, being carried by David Beckham. What, in what world... In what world does Danny Mills start a World Cup quarter-final against Brazil? That happened. That happened, That's yeah. real. Uh, <coughs> yeah, I mean, like, completely uninspiring, but it doesn't really matter because, you know, it's friendlies and who gives a shit. Very really. true. Uh, we'll get into England and the World Cup, who we think is going to win it. Uh, there's other, some other decent friendlies out there as well. Um, Germany, Spain. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Italy, Gigi Buffon. I've got stat nuggets. We've also got some Flames Advice questions. Oh, yeah. got some solid ones there, uh, which we'll be answering as well, which uh, we can give some, uh, some advice on. Not... Totally Stick awkward. around the end to, to the end for uh, birds and that big news. It's all I'm going to say. <laughs> wow, big big news coming oh, <laughs> from Adam. Birds and that. Yeah, nice. Uh, and as you've requested, we'll give you results on Jordan. Does he love the dope or should? And should we? Should he be banned, banned from, from the podcast? And the longest and most excruciating. In, in a good way, in a bad way for this guy, Soldiers Lost in Battle story. That's All I'm saying, it's very, very long, but people ask for it. and it, It's it's a story, though. He's, he's a storyteller. He's got, I mean, he's got, he's got a way with words. So, yeah, so stick around for that. Let's kick off on a positive note. Before we get into England and uh, all, the, uh, yeah, all the excuses that we'll be setting up for the World Cup, with Room 69. Oh, yeah. Let's dive into that right negativity, now. Flav. I'm going to put Mo Salah in there. Mo Salah? Yeah, I've had enough. I've had enough. All the hype. Massive hype job. It's a one-season wonder. Any, who can't score four goals against Watford yeah. in a single game? You know, he's... he's you know, I just don't, I don't get the hype. You're buying it. Not really. Did do, did produce a documentary on him. Been working on that for weeks. Yeah. That yeah. went out yesterday on the Bullshit Channel. Go check it out. It's very good. Very in- uh, insightful stuff. Talking about his time in Egypt. It's difficult. He's, he's had a difficult journey, but he's kept coming through. And he's what? now an incredible world-class I player. Mean, he's... But you want him to give up on football? <laughs> no, I don't want him to give up on football. Well, no, I would rather he didn't exist, to be honest. I mean, as a Spurs fan, it doesn't bring me any. It doesn't do me any favours. No, he's detrimental, isn't he? Detrimental to your, to your life. Yeah, absolutely, he is. But um, no, absolutely not for Room Sixty Nine. Um, Paul Lambert. I don't want to leave it there. Paul Lambert. Yeah, Paul Lambert. Fuck off. <laughs> Paul, you've been picking Paul Lambert up for the last couple of weeks. Do you know what winds me up about Paul Lambert? Yeah. Is, uh, is, is his need to have a tracksuit jumper on, right? <laughs> but he rolls them up to here. Yeah, and, and, and I, I imagine... It's not practical. No, yeah, I, I imagine he's the kind of guy that wears a tracksuit top and a sh- like a dinner s- shirt. Like a, a oh, right, he's got the suit on, underneath. But, buttoned up. Not a suit, tracksuit bottoms, shirt... Tracy tops, right? Buttoned up to the top. Yeah, that annoys me about him. But you've—he uh, is someone that you were like. You're in my shot there. <laughs> he is someone that you've you've backed recently, but now you want him to give up. Yeah, um, I've had enough. Okay, uh, let's go into who's going to win the World Cup this year. So Spain are playing uh, Germany, and as much as we, I want to be optimistic about, about England. One factor that makes me worry a bit are the other squads out there and the players that aren't aren't even getting into this squad, these friendly squads, for, for these other teams. Yeah. So Spain, Morata, Sergi Roberto, Pedro, Juan Mata, Fabregas, Hector Bellerin, and uh, Javi Martinez didn't make the squad. Is that seven? 
That's, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, yeah. Five of those would get in England's first team. I think they'd all get in England's squad, wouldn't they? Maybe. You'd get in the squad, for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying first, the start for England. So, and, and for Germany, not as strong a list, but Gertz is not in the squad, Mustafi's not in the squad, Marco Royce isn't in the squad, um, Hawidis isn't in the squad, Schürrle... I mean, I'm not sure he'd make the England squad. Um, but all those players aren't in that, in that Germany squad. And yeah. it just shows the strength of depth that both of those I think, teams have. I think for a long time, England have had a problem with developing players. Partly responsible is the massive influx of foreign players in, in, in England. But more so, it's about the setup at the FA and how they run football. I think, though, in, in recent times, as you've seen, the results in, in the, the younger teams, the under-20s, who won the World Cup, um, yeah, under 17s it's on the, the horizon, isn't it? Because they've changed the way they do things. They, you know, developed something called the England DNA, which creates a, developed a philosophy in the players to be creative, to play, be technically good, um, to understand the game in in a progressive manner. And they all buy they all buy into this philosophy. That's the way it seems to be, and that's why you're getting a lot of young English players that are very good on the ball. For a long time, our game has been so much about strength and power, and really picking players that have sort of run into form. That's always been an English thing. We've had so many one-cap internationals. It's ridiculous. You know, there's, Michael Ricketts got a cap for England because we're shit at developing... Against Holland, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly enough. Shit yeah, at definitely. developing football. David Nugent got a cap. These players shouldn't get anywhere near. I know, yeah, sort of. Sort of goal. Stole it off but, yeah, but, the, but, you know, and, and that's, that shows that there, there's a massive issue. You shouldn't be picking players on form. You should be picking players on quality. Do you think so? Yeah, absolutely. So, I think like down the road, um, I know like, Great Touch, my podcast. We're gonna do, we always do our like pick our England squad. Yeah, and uh, we, we might do it on, on Ball Street or, or Long Ball Street. We could always do it on here. But how much? How much is form a part of it? How much is the quality of the players and trying to fit them? Because some people will have a philosophy of going, "Who are your best eleven players?" Now find a way to fit them in because you want your best players on the pitch. Which is the correct way. Okay, but then there's another way of thinking that you go, who are your, who are your five best players and how do you have a system that works for them? So I heard Chris Waddle talking about John Joe Shelby and how he was not in the squad. I think he, he glossed over the fact that John Joe Shelby... If I'm Gareth Southgate, John Joe Shelby in a knockout game, <laughs> I'm not taking that risk, right? You're not taking that risk, yeah. are you? No. Uh, but he has got great quality. He's a good passer of the ball. We've got a team that's got pace, that's going to be good on the counter-attack. You, he was saying that, suggesting that you probably need a player like him to find those other guys. Yeah. And uh, getting back to the, those squads that just sort of read out there... I wouldn't be, and you saw it, I think, with Italy and Antonio Conte in year 2016, is sometimes it's not all about how good the players are. There's the other side of the coin with it. There's, there's the, like, find the best way for your team to, to operate well. It's, it's football. It, that's what, how football works. But you just said, like, it should be get your 11 best players. Yeah, at uh, so the beginning of the season, if I was England manager, I would have whatever it is a 22 man squad but really I'd have 16 players that are my players that I think how do I create a chemistry and a tactic that works for the strength of these 16 players and then you amend that only if you get injuries or if there's some huge spike like a gargantuan spike in form like Vardy 
something like that. Right. But that's it. You don't just think, oh, this guy's scored five goals this month and there's a friendly, just chuck him in. It doesn't help. There's, football doesn't work like <laughs> Do you know, that. Glenn Murray watching this podcast is then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when, when you've got... When, you, when, when, when Holloway or Pochettino or Klopp is picking his team. Love that, love that. Say that again. <laughs> Holloway, Pochettino. Say that again. Oh, I would say Brent, Brentford's manager, Pochettino. but I don't know his name. Klopp. The, uh, I, he doesn't put a, a youth team player because he's got five goals in the reserves. That's not how it works. You, you have to play to the strengths of your players. The game is about tactics. It's about chemistry amongst the players. And you can't get that by just chucking players in. Every, look at... Look at um, when, player, uh, when the clubs sign too many players in the summer, no matter how good those players are, there's problems. It takes time for these players to bed in. You can't just walk into the England setup and it all just click. Bollocks, James! <laughs> okay. And that is one of the reasons why we will Which, never win the World Cup. That is, that's a blasé, broad, generic statement that no one should take heed to. <clears throat> Because I don't think it does work like that. Uh, one thing, like people give Southgate a lot of stick for, like he doesn't deserve the job, doesn't the, the uh... he doesn't deserve the job. I mean, probably maybe he doesn't. I mean, who who deserves he, it above he, him? No, there's no maybe. Who deserves Jim... it above him? Ian Holloway deserves it above him. He's got more experience. Like more experience. Yeah. Ian Holloway could do a better job of England than Southgate. This, this is another problem I mean, would, with England. Yeah. Like another another problem is is you're giving people the job. This is the most high pressured. Difficult job in football, probably. Just because it's so unforgiving that you're made to look an absolute imbecile. Even though you're, you know, probably well, know football quite well. Um, if, if you fail, you, Southgate is... Why don't we all just stop doing that? Why don't we just go, right, this, is the bad, this isn't a great squad. Yeah. Okay? There aren't any other options for manager, so this is what we've got. Well, I mean, there's, there's loads... And raise them up. There's loads of options. Watford find a better manager than Southgate every single year. But there's always there's the caveat of should they be English no, or should they not be English? No, they shouldn't be English. Should be English. Who gives a shit? Because it's a reflection of your coaching we system want within your country. We want not to be less shit. That's the only thing that matters. Okay. Uh, I don't know how you say it. Hulen or Julen Lopetegui? Who's he? He's the Spanish manager. <laughs> okay. So the reason I wanted to bring up this is right. I, I was looking at the, the Spain squad and like we all know. I've never players. heard that word before. <laughs> that word to yeah. name. Yeah. Is it? Um, yeah. And so he's the he's the Spanish manager, and I thought, oh, well, how's he got the job? Because oh. you know Southgate gets the job, and he's apparently not qualified. Who's he got, managed? So he's managed. Um, he was, so he's a player, and he only played like hundred. He's a goalkeeper, which I always think suspicious yeah. as a manager. Have they ever made a manager? <laughs> Dino, yeah, Dino Zoff was a manager. I'm trying to think. I can't, there's not many. So yeah, he was a goalkeeper to start with. He was at Porto, and he was given their biggest budget ever. And uh, I don't think they won the league. Might be wrong on this. I don't think they won the league, but they got to quarterfinals of the the Champions League. Mm-hmm. The next year they were like third in the league and had a heavy defeat, and he got the sack. Yeah. Then this is what's written on his Wikipedia. This is the manager of Spain, who are probably the favourite, like one of the favourites, right? On 21st of July 2016, after being strongly linked to English side Wolverhampton Wanderers. <laughs> Not going to go Wolverhampton Wanderers, but well, this seems odd. Sounds like it. Which had fallen under new ownership. Lopetegui was announced as the new manager of Spain national team <laughs> following uh, Del Bosque's retirement. How's he got that job? I don't know. Um, I... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. Look, how's Roberto Martinez got the Belgium job? He's done stuff. He's won the FA Cup. You are rubbish. What? What do you mean? Are you shrugging? The- Wigan, Wigan beat Man City to win the FA Cup. Yeah, all right. Did great stuff at Swansea as well. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah, he got a muff, I suppose. Um, right, fair enough. Martinez, but it's still a big job for him. Like, he, he, when he's been given the opportunity to manage, manage players of significant quality, he failed and he got the job at Bel- Belgium. So, um, My point is, it's this guy made, is probably not getting chastised by the press before he's even gone into a tournament. Southgate has won his group. He seems very polite. <laughs> Give the guy a chance. I get he's not overly qualified, but name someone who is overly qualified. No um, one. So what I'm saying is, I'm trying to gear you guys up. You know, all the all the English England fans out there. It's not working. All five no, of you. It ain't working. Give it a chance. No. Bit of optimism. Don't okay? want to. I don't want to. I'd rather be right. You should show my point. I'm being flippant, and and, and I'm, this is truly how I feel. But. I don't really care. Until you bloody will care, though. You bloody will care when it all finish. kicks off. Let me when finish. he's spanking the fourth one against Tunisia. Yeah, uh, well, I don't really care until the World Cup comes around. I, I just don't care about England, okay. really. Trivia. Let's talk trivia, people. Last week, we asked you, Van Arnholt has scored in his last two games. He didn't score, did he, in his third game? Um, only four players had scored in three successive Premier League matches and lost them all. I gave you some clues. No one got it. It was really hard. It was tough. Uh, the answers were uh, Antonio, who... So, Michael Antonio, I watched him play football yesterday because West Ham were playing Dagenham and Redbridge in a friendly to raise funds for Dagenham and Redbridge who are really struggling at the moment. Hashtag save the daggers. And uh, Antonio played, right? And halfway through the second half, he just walked off the pitch. Just wide enough. And was like... I was like, you know, is he hurt? Is he like, something wrong? Uh, five, ten minutes later, he came back and carried on playing which only went for a poo went for a poo <laughs> so September 2016 Antonio what, they played for 10 men well he went for a poo yeah just cracked on <laughs> had a quick what, poo. Was the, what was the score uh, 3-1 2 West Ham it's a bit out of order isn't it it doesn't matter it? just get people's money that's all that matters really um, um, Kevin Phillips for Sunderland February 2003 Mark Viduka for Leeds March 2003 and Alan Smith November 2003 for Leeds as well those that was a toughie. Where'd you get that question from? Can't, can't give you that, mate. Okay. Can't tell you my sources, I'm afraid. Geordie right. um, lover the dope. Explain. Lover the dope. Um, it's just some bloke who cheated at a question, and uh, I said Allegedly. I said he should, uh, we should ban him from the channel because he likes cheats. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's got the ump. Everyone's got the ump with you now. Yeah, they they? Have, they so have. We, we asked you guys to get in the comments and do hashtags, you know... I don't know if we asked you to put hashtag stop the abuse. But that, seems... that campaign has started, didn't it? That campaign did start. So, Jordan... I don't think I was abusing him. I'm saying, like, do you, can you abide people who cheat? No, cheating isn't an attribute, is it? It's drunk. It's something that disdains your character. So, I don't know why I'm the victim. I, I don't I'm like a... you're getting a flack, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I haven't cheated anything. <laughs> seems harsh. It does seem harsh. It does seem harsh, yeah. So, uh, Jordy, apparently doesn't, Jordan doesn't love the dope. Uh, we take that back. We retract that. Um, you are still part of the community, and we're thank you for that. And um, well done. Just in case. Hashtag stop Jordan just, abuse. Just in case Jordan thinks that I've actually genuinely got an issue, I haven't. <laughs> I don't. You know, who gives a shit? That's what we said before we started the podcast. But um, you know, all of you, with this, your silly little hashtag, I'll ban the lot of you. All of you can go. <laughs> <laughs> can you ban people from the channel? Yeah, you can block people. Yeah. Carry on, carry on. <laughs> you can't ban me. The camera's pointing at me. Yeah. The microphone's picking my voice up. You lot, you're just people in the comments. You mean nothing to me. I can press one button if I could be bothered to go through all of your names 
and ban you all, I would, but I can't be bothered because you're so insignificant. <laughs> this week's trivia question, we've got for three for you. We've got three for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we've got, yeah, three, and Scott Walker, who's doing work experience with this week, he's oh, helped yeah. us out with some trivia. Has so, he? I don't know the answer to these ones, yeah. but hopefully, you guys will. Uh, so, hang on. What's the. <laughs> This is a crap thing. Hang on, so, so Scott Walker, <laughs> Scott Walker comes in, yeah. he's a cameraman, oh, he edits, he loves it. He loves a bit of After Effects, yeah. he's done some amazing work on the salary of the dog, and you've yep. got him right in a running order. I've got him you involved are despicable. in it. I've got him involved in it. I'm trying to like you show him. You knew his quality, <laughs> and you thought, I'm going to take him down a pig. Nah, that's not hey, I'm on. James Alcott. I've got my own channel. Slander, that is, that's unfair. Uh, what is the, mo- <laughs> the most common score at the World Cup? Should be getting this one, guys. Let us know in the comments below. Uh, another question. What's the most common surname to appear at the World Cup? That's a good question. Can you guess it? And last question. Who was the first player to miss a penalty at the World Cup and what year was it? You'll never get it. Well, that's You will you, never get it. Don't Google it, Jordan. Don't Google it, Jordan. I'm not saying you're a cheat, Jordan. But just don't. Just for the record, love you all. All right. This fantastic podcast, Flav, yeah. is, brought, is brought to you by the lovely people at Fan League. They're building the world's number one football community. This is an app where you can predict 13 English uh, football matches and, and find... Well, if you can get 13, then you can win big money. 10 grand a week. You win money. And 11. 11, you win money. And 10, I think you win money as yeah, well. You do win a bit. Uh, and uh, if you sign up, then you get a couple of credits at the start, so you can essentially play for free to start with. And if you get your friends involved as well... Then uh, you get credits for that. You've got some plus. If they win, you, you make get, money. You get money. Madness. I mean, what's not to like? Exactly. So if you want to get involved in our league, we've got the one for the weekend league. Then you can do that. Um, click the link which is in the description right now and add me as a friend, James Alcott, A double L C O double T, and I will add you to our league. Good. It's time for stat nuggets. Great. I love it. I want to hug it. It's stat nuggets. nuggets. Yes, see, so you're getting on board with it now. It's lovely. So we're gonna um, we're gonna straddle <coughs> both the Premier League and the uh, the World Cup international theme that we're we're, we're discussing today. Right. So first of all, a couple ones, and I just saw this stat. I thought it was a good one, so we would let you have that in your back pocket. So in a pub or a nightclub situation, you can use that to chat up a lady or a man or whatever you're into, really. Yeah. Or just you know a, a, a mate. You just go, oh yeah, did you know that? Uh, Peter Check, 961, is now just 32 saves away from breaking Tim Howard's 992 save record. Do you know, do you know when your mates say something so unbelievably boring, yeah. and you look at them and go... Not that, then. Hey. Give me an example. I mean, that would have been... If, yeah. if you, we were in a pub and you told me that, I would look at you and go, I, who are you, and what am I doing here sitting like, with you'd you? Be like, you'd be like, oh, wow. I wish Larice was close. <laughs> That's what you'd be like, wouldn't you? Yeah. 961... That's 32 saves he'll do that won't he do that before the end of the season it'll be, do you think he's gunning down that record do you think in his head he's just counting each one he's got like a like you know like bouncers when people come in he's just clicking off the saves <laughs> just goes because I always wonder what if you were a goalkeeper what would you take into your goal you know they have their like it's like their own little cupboard yeah <laughs> they, uh, they, bring the, they bring the drink they always bring a towel a towel, they, bring a towel. and put it over through one of the hoops, of the hoops. why don't you exactly. stick it on the floor I guess they want to keep it dry don't they so, Dry their hands, but they'll dry their hands and then they go <laughs> and wet their hands. Yeah, what's all about that? So it's hard. Who gobs on their own hands? Yeah. Um, uh, <coughs> um, is he the greatest Premier League goalkeeper of all time? Who, who cares? Who is it? Check. Check. No, oh, <laughs> I don't know. Who cares? Right. What? Well, um, when I was a kid, <laughs> when I was a kid, um, 
Spurs had a lot of Norwegian fans. Aston uh, Barton? No, before oh. that. Who is it? Eric Torstedt. That's right, Eric Torstedt. He was a looker as well. He was now a stand-up comedian. Is um, he? Yeah. Uh, Norwegians. So, do you remember the, Do you remember the culture of foreign fans coming over to England, taking our jobs, but before that, um, giving gifts to, to goalkeepers or players? What? So, uh, this was a kind of tradition at Tottenham, or, or something I noticed as a kid. Right. Should have left this those were the days. But so these Norwegian people came, spoke to a steward, and said, "Can you get Eric over here for a second? Got a gift for him." Really? Yeah. That's and, nice. Yeah, and uh, and steward, his goal. So his goal was like totally decorated. Steward, just like the steward, steward called him over, give him a hand painted plate, not good painting, like something a kid would do. Right. And he just had to keep that in his goal. I mean, I hope he went in and threw it in the bin. That's harsh. That's, that's what, a do nice you keep, you keep every gift you're given. You you keep all your family. I read it's all gift. over your office. I read gift. I re-gift. What, your own fan mail? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> it's a plate of me. <laughs> plate of my face on it. I've never had any fan That's mail. Yours. I'm not, not one... Nah, I mean, why would I? But I quite like it. If we set up a P.O. box... Jesus. Can you lot send us shit? Do you know all P.O. boxes in TV go to Derby? <laughs> stuff, you know. Another stat nugget. You can have that. That's yours for free. <laughs> uh, one more Premier League one. Man City have the highest average possession, 71.1% this season, which is 17.3% more than their closest rival. Wow. Who is their closest Premier League rival? Have a guess. Liverpool. No. Spurs? No. I don't know. Man United. What's the second in the league? Second league, yeah, but... The way you made it sound like it was going to be Swansea or something. No. Well, no, yeah, but... Well, look, you still got it wrong with your first two guesses. Well, you I just... The way you made it sound is that it couldn't be the next best team in the league. OK. Right, let's move on to more international-based ones, right? You're winding me up today. I know, it's something a bit aggy about the us. The ground could be a punch-up. <laughs> 99%, right? Raquel May had 99% success in passes in a game uh, between Argentina versus Serbia in the Germany 2006 World Cup. He's, he, Raquel May was one of those players that... Sorry, just finished. The highest percentage of a player who tried at least 100 passes in a World Cup game since 1966. 100 passes, that's incredible. Um, <clears throat> Raquel May is one of the players that kind of fringe world class, never quite... Had all of the talent, yeah. but just never quite made it. Ariel Ortega. Ariel Ortega. Odd head, like a cube-like head. Yeah. Ortega never quite, never quite did it. Then he, he got uh, Van der Sar, didn't he? And he nutted um, Van der Sar he in the World up, Cup. Stood up and nutted. Let's know your favourite uh, violent World Cup memories. Zidane, obviously, up there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Raquel made a player. De Jong's flying sort of karate kick to True. the chest of uh, was it, who is it? Oh, Javi Alonso, wasn't it? Yeah. And uh, final two. So uh, Italy, right this week. Gianluigi Buffon, Gianluigi Buffon, sorry, yeah. has more caps. 175, then 20 members of the current Italy squad combined. They've got 166. Wow. That yeah. is the saddest thing about the World Cup this year is that he won't be there. Oh, is it sad? He's just, I, have you watched the Juventus uh, documentary on Netflix? I've got about 10 minutes. It was shit. Because, uh, like, and no offence to American people, but the, the language that's used with an American accent doesn't feel right on an Italian... Firstly, on, on an Italian documentary, well. probably not, but more importantly... The way Italians speak yeah. is so romantic. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I love the way... That's, it's worth watching just for that. I wish I could speak like an Italian. Yeah. Not, not literally speak Italian, but just speak, say the way that... The, uh, Buffon got asked the question, like, do you... Um, when was the last time you cried? And he was like, 
I cry often and I cry alone. It's <laughs> like, wow! He's uh, like, it's okay to cry. Uh, suspected uh, kind of Nazi sympathizer. <laughs> That's what's been mooted. Google it. Yeah. Um, There's a theory on everyone. No, I don't. No, no, right. Totally. Not everyone's not everyone's accused. Yeah, of I mean, that. if someone writes it, then it becomes like suspected, doesn't it? He wore a he wore a t-shirt with dubious motto on it. Um, you know, um, who cares? He's not he's not English. He's he, he, he you're slagging off English people as well, though. No, I'm not slagging off the England team and right. one Englishman in, in Southgate. Okay, but um, you know, he's not sad that he's not there. He's sad he's not there. Why? I just I don't know. I just like happy ending. I mean, it's sad that Pele's not there. Yeah. He could do a job. Or Beckham. Or, do you know what I mean? Speaking of Brazilian legends, nice link, Ronaldo has revealed that his iconic... This is brilliant. This revealed that his iconic 2002 World Cup haircut... Because this is another great thing about World Cups, is hair, the haircuts that are there yes. define the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do. Yeah. They really do. Like... Uh, Romania. A Romania, the, the 98. Di- yeah, there. true. Valderrama. Yes. Love that. Yeah. And Ronaldo, 2002, a lot of people will remember... Um, it was, so the reason he had this haircut was to was part of a scheme to distract the media from his ongoing injury troubles. So he, he got man of match in the, in the final. He scored both against the tuna win against Germany. Mm. And uh, he was saying that the reason he did it was because people kept moaning about... It, kept his knees. Asking about his knees and his, yeah, his leg injuries. So he thought, I'll cut my hair. Stupid. Good tactic. And they'll all start talking about that. And they, they did. Right. Um... It just for people that don't know, I mean, people have heard people talk about the real Ronaldo. Um, this this geezer was incredible. But what's more incredible about him is he had two cruciates. He'd done his cruciate twice in a career. Most players won't return the same player as they were when they. And he didn't. No, he had to change his game. But he yeah. was still he was still incredible. Another player who had two cruciate injuries. Tell me. Man Scott, United. Scott Nugget from Flavia. Yeah, yeah. Good. Someone's jumping on former board. former Man United striker. Mark Hughes no Rude Van Nistelrooy right yeah he was about to sign for Man United yes jumped up for a header in training landed funny and done his cruise ship Shit. screamed ah I'm at my knee were you there that's all right that's he'd been practising his English ready yeah. for the move yeah um, he was good yeah good stat nugget there that is a good one that any bird they love that fall at your knees don't call them birds can I, oh, well, we, well we have birds in that later though we can say it then can we Touché. what is going on here <laughs> <laughs> England. Why? Adam. There's no. There, there is no world where I'll be influenced by Adam. <laughs> no way. Uh, so uh, back to England because I've got it here in the running order. Still scum. Those were the days. A uh, difficult to listen to soldiers lost in battle. An epic story. If ever there was one. And questions for flames, which include work relationships and how to deal with them. We'll be giving you the best advice because we're a bit light on football this week. And uh, you gave us some questions. So Flames Advice is on its way. I know all about that, don't worry. Do you? I've had, I've had my fair share of office flings. Not here? Here. Really? Couple. Wow. No. <laughs> That's not true. Um, so, yeah, back to England. Uh, That's absolutely we not We have true. touched on a few of these bits. Uh, the squad and out and go. What about, um, what about Harry Kane? He's going, he's going to come back in time, you've said. You've... you've Calm it down. Uh, yeah, he'll be back at some point in, in April, get match fit in May, and he'll be back for the World Cup. Is that enough time for him to be... Because this happens he's again only, and again and again. He's only rolled his ankle. It's, is that all it is? Yeah, it's not even a... It isn't the same level of 
uh, ligament damage that he'd done against Sunderland okay. last year, where he was out for about eight, ten, eight nine weeks. <clears throat> he's rolled his ankle. You know, it's more problem for Spurs than it is England. He'll be back. Okay. Um, how far do you think England will get? Uh, probably not turn the group stages. Do you think that? You don't think that? Do Who have we got in the group? We've got uh, Tunisia, we've got Panama, and we've got Belgium. We should definitely get through that group. <laughs> we should definitely get through that group, but I don't think we'll finish by Belgium, so we'll finish second and you know, get Brazil or something. Yeah, uh, we've got, do, you know, do you know what that said? Like, I, I don't... I don't it, there's no word this year whether England win the World Cup, unfortunately, but I do love it. I do love, absolutely love the World Cup. And when I'm watching it, when we're in the knockout stages, I just think, I just want one more night. I just want one, yeah, yeah, one yeah. more game. If you get everyone's together and it's a great feeling in the pub and you, you're all, all the positive energy or negative energy as it ends up being, is <laughs> putting put it in, the, in, in one direction. The whole nation's together and there is something, there's something intoxicating about it all. And then it's so sad when it's over. <laughs> and all I want is, I just want it to, to continue and it's always a bit sad. And it's, still, it's a different feeling yeah. of, of fandom yes. with, with your team once you do get into it. Because yeah, yeah. it's like, it's like a holiday romance. It's not like it's not your, it's not your, you know, your wife who's kind of oh I love my wife. This is, like, this is not reflecting my life. Let's be clear. But like you know, it's not just like the the slog, the daily slog of supporting your your team at home. It's you know, it's a holiday romance, and it will come to an end. And you just don't want it to end. You don't want it to, but you know it will, and you have to go along with it. It's a lot of fun while it lasts. Have you ever, ever had a holiday romance? I have. Have you? And it was incredible. Go on. It was, it was amazing. Can you tell me? Yeah, I can tell you. Uh, yeah, where was I? I can't remember where it was. Creep. It was one of them, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, it was fabulous. What was it? I thought it was going to last forever. What was her name? I'm not telling you a name. I'm not telling you a name. <sighs> but, yeah. How old was you? I was 20, I think. But, did yeah, it was. It was magical. Did, did you, I thought it was going to last. Did you make, make, make of the love? That's, that's, that doesn't need to be answered here, right, okay. does it? And then the fan league sponsored podcast. <laughs> we all make but that. By saying that, I think I'm on <laughs> and, um, and, and did you write letters to each other afterwards? No, she, she lived quite near and just sort of phased me out. Uh, oh, you got phased? Yeah, I got phased out. Maybe we should talk about phasing out at some stage. Well, maybe at the end, if people want to exactly. stick around. Uh, goalkeeper situation. Joe Hart, right? Nick Pope, what? Adam knows a lot about phasing. Yeah, Adam, Adam is the phase out. <laughs> He's king. the ghost king. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just to chat about football for a bit. Uh, <laughs> Joe Hart, Pickford, Butland, Nick Pope, loads of goalies out there. Joe Hart is like everyone, he is like poison to everyone. <laughs> everyone utterly despises him. He can't, he can, he, if he plays a game of football, it's not fair. It's not fair on everyone else. He, because he's had a dip in form quite a long one more, more than it's weird though does he, he go no no not even in the squad why many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, he's got experience. He's been there a long, long time. I'm not saying he starts. He's just not good enough. But no, not even to be one of your... Right, so... He's scarily error-prone. And in a knockout competition, you don't need that. OK, fair Butland enough. is better. Heaton's better. But know. when you get three goalies... I, I would take him as one of the three. What, what is For experience. For experience. For experience. Yeah, I suppose. He might, he Nick might Pope. Be a... Nick Pope, like, he's not... He's not been there and done it. And when you've got two guys who are still going to be in front of him anyway... Yeah. I'd rather... Because if he got to a point where Butland got injured, then um, Pickford got injured... I think I would want someone experienced like Joe Hart to deal with that situation. I'd take Heat and Pickford and Butland. I wouldn't take Joe Hart. Heaton's injured, though. That's why Nick Post is playing. Oh, is he now? Yeah. But, but, what, you won't be fit for the World Cup? I don't think so. Well, we probably wouldn't get in the team because ex-Milkman, Nick Pope, is, uh, is now playing. <laughs> I love that as well. It's like the, the, the one bit of grace the media will give an England player yeah. is when they have their first time in the squad. Antonio last year, everyone's like buzzing about him. Nick Pope's like, oh, he was a milkman for a week. I, d- I mean, I don't know the story. It was boring. Yeah. But like, it's, oh, great, there's a headline and we can be nice to you for this period of time. But as soon as you play and make a mistake, you're, you're, you're just the poster boy for how shit England are. Yeah. It will turn like that. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's, it's easier. You know, journalists don't care about England. They care about selling their newspapers. True. There are some odd names in the squad, I tell you. It is a weird one. Tarkowski, Mawson. Mawson ain't weird. I really like Tarkowski. Adam? Yeah, very good player. Yeah. Another one. Number one, Brentford let through. Let through. Yeah, yeah, through. He went on strike, so you get away from us. <laughs> he went on strike. <laughs> yeah. Brentford, he, he, he did. You don't have those banter eras. <laughs> In terms of players leaving, Brentford is. It must be tough. It must be really tough. Yeah. <laughs> he went on strike. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go back. It's a weird squad as well, because there's, there's players there that are like. Um, why are they there? Like, Jake Livermore, why is he there? Yeah. Ashley Young, is he the answer? Well, Danny Welbeck, does he really deserve to be in the squad yet? It's just who else, though? We're so thin <laughs> on the ground, who else? Um, uh, just to go back to Mawson to give him uh, some props, I've been watching him play a fair bit. Um, just out of curiosity, like fifth choice Brentford to Premier League starlet. Strange. But the, um, he's, he's very, very good on the ball and his distribution is incredible. And I was looking at him and I was thinking, as a replacement to Alderweire, I wouldn't mind. I think he's yeah? good enough, yeah. That's a jump for him, though. Yeah, it's a jump for him, but he's under constant pressure. Uh, um, he's under constant pressure at uh, Swansea, uh, and, he, and he handles himself well. I think he's, he's done fantastically well at Swansea. It costs a fair whack to get him, but young and... Decent, yeah, so. it might be an option for you, yeah. I don't think, um, think Alderweire's going to be staying beyond this year, so we need someone. Yeah. And in terms of journeys as well, Daniel Pareo, right? Real Madrid he was at, and he went on loan to QPR when we were in the Championship. yeah. And uh, played 14 games, wasn't up to it, in the championship. Yeah. Like, you, you see, see it quality, but like... 
I'd never even heard of him before you mentioned him. Well, no, he's like he's captain of Valencia now. He's yeah. like gone. He went to Getafe, then Valencia. Like struggled at Valencia to start with, and then has done brilliantly. Um, and he's now in the Spain squad. He can Fabregas out. <laughs> he can Fabregas out. Incredible. I love that man. That shows that you can like. Absolutely. There is that journey that you can make. So much of it's about attitude and attitude and attitude mm. in football. You know, if you if you work and and you have the dedication, belief in yourself, and the people around you, the right people around you. No, Troy Deeney, who, who, who we've done an interview with on, on XO, you see um, coming out on the XO channel very soon. Yeah, his journey's incredible because it, it's about him suddenly switching on. He obviously had the natural talent, he had the strength at Walsall to, to do well at that level, the physical strength, but he adapted and worked at his game in order to get the opportunity to join the championship side at the time at Watford. And, um, you know, and he, 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 when, when you listen to him talk, it's about work ethic, it's about what's my vision how do I get there uh, and, and what do I need to do to, to achieve my goals Harry Kane's the same mm. Vardy you know there are ways to do it it's the, the kids yeah. who have all of the talent but not the correct attitude you see it so many times you can list load Leon Knight Ravel Mar- Morrison um, kid at Southend who's just been dumped again no Ranger. No Ranger yeah I, yeah, I think also is a great great point is that that's modern football actually as well now is that these there are so few players at the big clubs that will go straight into the first team and stay there. The bulk of them will have to go out and get experience. And like you said, Kane, Vardy, Lalana, players who've like gone come, through the league. Because yeah. that's part of it as well. It's games, yeah. playing games. And that's a problem that English players have is that they don't get enough games. Harry Kane said something interesting when we played Rochdale, or it might be Newport County. Um, he said, um, how do you prepare? How do you get up for this game? And he said, it's not difficult to get up for this game. These players could have been us. All of them could have been us. But the it, football didn't work out for them in the way it did for me. Yeah. I had the right people around me. I was at the right club. I had the right managers, the right coaches that believed in me and kept pushing me on. And the right setup around me. Another path, New Point County players, could have been developed. There, you know, there are levels, there are elite players, but most, play, most players, you know, anyone who can play professional football is so far beyond... Anyone that you've ever played football with, it's unreal. Mm. Like I, I, I played against some Spurs legends, and these are players I would readily slate when, I, when they played for Spurs. Stuart Nevercott, one of the worst defenders I've ever seen at Spurs. It was incredible. <laughs> it was incredible. Just like watching Beckham couldn't now. get near him. He read the game in ways that I couldn't even believe. I'm not a good footballer, but he's. It was like it, I had him and Danny Maddox. Like these aren't. Players with huge reputations. There's one. Who who have you played football with who was a pro who generally gets slated, but actually he was epic. Yeah. He was an epic player. Let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to Days of the Days. Um, major tournament squad edition of Days of the Days. This Ooh. is coming from me this week. Uh, so if you've got any uh, little memories from football, random tiny things that you would like us to expand on, let us know in the comments below. And uh, they can be in Those Were the Days is when we... Look. Look back and reminisce. So this is a... I, I noticed a couple of players that were in uh, England squads on different tournaments. And I was like, wow, I can't remember you being them in, it being in those squads. Mm. Uh, and then I added a couple as well. So 2006, do you remember when Theo Walcott made it into the England 16 squad? 16 years old, wasn't he? So 16 going on 17, he might have just turn 17. Yeah. That, was, that was, in hindsight, that was so odd, wasn't it? Because he, he had it at the time, I think he'd only played a handful of games for, for Southampton. He hadn't even, he wasn't even. Um, was he at Arsenal by that point? Was he? I'm not sure. Wait, in 2006? I feel like he had gone. 
maybe. But it, it he certainly wasn't. Really he certainly was. I mean, it was a shock to everybody. Yeah. When he went, um, and and not not in the same way that Owen was, because Owen, you could see that that kid was special. Well, he he had a season for Liverpool. He yeah. scored eighteen goals. Yeah. In the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of Walcott hadn't, apart from having a lot of pace and bags of potential, was so rough. It was weird that they took him. Yeah, and it, it, I don't think that will be done again because of that that example. I don't think a manager would ever be dare do that again unless. Unless it's very special. Unless they're incredibly special. Rooney, Owen Levels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was in that squad. And, and do you know Mr. Jermaine Defoe missed out on that squad? Well, he must be. He still has to be better about that. Because then it got to a point in those games where Sven Goran actually looked across the bench and it was. There were no <coughs> options. Yeah. Just had, I think we just had Crouch up front, didn't we? It was when Rooney got sent off. Rio Ferdinand made it into the 1998 World Cup squad. Playing for West Ham, 17 or 18 maybe. He'd played his debut against Cameroon like a few weeks before the, uh, yeah. before the squad was announced and he was in there in the squad. There are a few, actually, uh, occasions. I think Ronaldo, the Ronaldo we were talking about earlier, fat Ronaldo, he was in the 1994 World Cup squad and didn't play. And he was 17. So that's the... I guess... I guess a dangerous option I, to I, take. I wonder how much of it is about you know these players are going to feature in the future and it's about giving them that experience before they're actually ready to play. Yeah. So being around the set-up, being away from home. It does I, feel like a... I think now... It's a lot to... This is like a bit of a useless lesson when we should really be concentrating yeah. <laughs> on, yeah. on, on getting out of group stages. I think now it's different as well because I think there are so many... Your substitutions are so crucial yeah. now and, and, and always utilised. Whereas back then, it kind of... You know, if you're starting 11 or doing all right, you just kept them all on. Didn't really make those changes. Um, and last one... Speaking of uh, exciting players who went on to do great things for, for England, Steve Howey, <laughs> Steve Stone and Phil Neville, a 19-year-old Phil Neville, were in the 1996 England squad. For year and I haven't thought about Steve Howey since then. Like, do you know, literally his name and face, of ne- no, I can't not forget him now, it was Newcastle, wasn't he? He was at Newcastle, he was at Man City for a little bit um, and then kind of fell off a cliff yeah, a little bit. He was quite good. I mean... He had... Uh, he had he had a couple of good seasons. I remember yeah. him being quite. Well, I mean, look, he was in the England squad for the like for for Euro '96, which is obviously the last time we did anything in the tournament. It's amazing. I my you know you know sometimes you don't like you say you don't really have a picture of someone in my head. His face is just a potato, a fake potato. <laughs> That's all I can see. Like a man's thigh. Yeah, like a man's thigh. My because yeah, he just had the past head, but yeah, he was in that squad. Steve Stone also looks like a baked potato. He was in that squad. Not unfortunately finished third that season. Sorry, uh, I'm, I'm showing my age here. Did, but yeah, did, crazy. Did Guppy ever play? Steve Guppy played for England, didn't make it into a... Oh, he might have been in the 2000 squad. Steaming down the left wing. Yeah, I know he played. He, he played. That was when we like... It's like there were no left-footed English, England players, briefly. Ian Wone, did he ever make it? I don't know, mate. He might have. Ian, I can see him in an English shirt. Ian Wone. Uh, what, it, uh, I've got a question in the comments if you let us down who's the worst player to ever play for England any cap worst the worst that's good that's good uh, it's time uh, Colin Palmer it's time Flav Colin Palmer yeah exactly got a lot of um, I saw Colin Palmer in a pub one in a club one sorry on a, on a uni night in Sheffield he was in a tracksuit and, and he was massive like, so normal height people and then Colin Palmer just in the middle of the dance floor he must have been about 38 by this point, with a can of red stripe. <laughs> just just there, it's like, loving life. <laughs> loving life. Yeah, God. Um, the, in the pub, a story I heard on Magic Sponge, uh, Cotton Palmer and the lads 
from Sheffield Wednesday, I think. We were in, in the pub and a uh, bloke was getting Larry with, with, with him, going up and starting on him and that, because they probably get that a lot, players starting on him. And uh, the bloke goes, I could do anything you could do. And he pulled out about five £50 notes and ripped it in half and went, can you do that? Is that true? There's so many stories like that. It's always about money, isn't it? It's always burning money. Like, that's the worst thing that anyone could ever do. I would have picked that up later on. <laughs> I would have gone back. No? You, you wouldn't have done that. Nah, I probably wouldn't. Uh, I mean, you've got to be some fucking idiot to do that. It's time, Flav. Soldiers lost in battle. I'm, I'm, really, I'm really thirsty. Can I go and get a drink while you read this out? <laughs> Take that long. Go on then. Really? It is that long. I could do with you kind of talking about it though. Yeah, no, of course. I'm, 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 I'm going to leave the podcast. Uh, right, so you asked for it. We asked you if you wanted it. You seemed to want it. Didn't get the thousand likes I was after. How many? But, uh, understood. How many? Um, I'm not sure actually, but it wasn't that many. Um, so this is it. There's a young man called Tom, and this is his uh, Soldiers Lost in Battle story, and this is, this is incredible. <laughs> Right, Right, I'm going to read it quickly because it is long but it is excruciating Uh, So I've been debating sending this in as as it's firstly about the worst day of my life and secondly about being lost in battle and it's long but you keep asking for stories so maybe this is a good one I'll try to be quick. In 2013, I was mooching about Thailand with time and money. Spent some time in a small tourist town in the north called Pai. After being there a while, I decided to move on. It was the last night there, and I planned to have drinks with friends and say goodbye. I was staying outside the town a couple of uh, kilometres walk away. I started walking to the town quite late at night. I had a bag of booze with me and a hip flask full of rum. I had only had a beer before leaving my bungalow, so was more than capable of walking without a drunken stumble. The roads were narrow, winding country roads, and there was no pavement, just road and bushes to the side. The next thing I know, I'm waking up in hospital with the police hovering over me. I only speak basic Thai and couldn't understand what they were saying, but they were looking at me smugly, saying something and waving my hip flask in my face. They left soon after, but I was so concussed I remember little. I was very lucky that there was an English guy next to my bed who I'd never met but was there to explain what what had happened. He'd found me lying on the side of the road with a broken leg and no one else around. Long story made slightly less long, I had a compound fracture of my left tibia. If anyone doesn't know, that means the bone was, was, was poking out the skin. It had completely collapsed in on itself and a few cuts and bruises. I had concussion but vaguely remember the last memory being on a, being a set of headlights heading towards me. I'll never know what happened, but I think it was a victim, I was a victim of a hit and run. I was left for I don't know how long. The man stayed with me a while until I was comfortable uh, and had my senses back and my mates had been called. The nurse told me the police wanted me to file a report once I was discharged, knowing that I did... Knowing what I did about Thai police, I decided there was no way I'd be doing that. They're extremely corrupt and I remembered nothing. So there was nothing to gain. Then I remembered I'd been to an ATM that day and withdrawn 200 quid. I'd spent 20 quid and had left the rest in my back pocket by mistake. The pocket with the hip flask I'd been run over uh, and pickpocketed by probably by the police. Both had gone, basically. 
What followed was a night and morning of extreme pain as I was left to wait overnight in hospital before a transfer to another better hospital in the morning, three hours away through mountainous terrain. The journey was pure torture. Not only because of the serious break, but because I got a sharp, full-on and constant cramp in the calf of that same leg. I couldn't relieve it, so he couldn't get rid of the cramp by stretching the muscle as I had a collapsed tibia, so he couldn't stretch it out. That's, 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 a, that's a cramp in the muscle next to the broken bone. That's insane. It's so grim. I can't... That, what? <laughs> it was agony for three hours. I was, uh, I was in the ambulance with my friend and a nurse. The nurse didn't have the authorization to administer morphine. <laughs> Only doctors can. I called her the worst names under the sun in English and Thai for three hours. I was crying until I lost the energy to cry. <sighs> then I'd cry anyway. <laughs> Worse than any baby. I've broken my arm playing football and had my right hand fingers touched my elbow, right elbow before. That was the wor- most painful experience until this one topped it. Exponentially so. We arrived in hospital. I just repeatedly screamed, Morphine. It took a couple of minutes till I was fixed. Best drug ever, if you're looking for a drug. Don't look for drugs. Yeah. Uh, I apologised profusely to the nurse, who clearly emphasised and accepted my apology. What kind, genuine lady? Like, doesn't matter. I had surgery and a metal plate in the leg. This was October 2013. Remember that. I'd planned to be in Brazil for the World Cup. Not a massive England fan, but I do follow them in tournaments. After the break, my intention didn't change. <coughs> I had friends living in Rio, and the other uh, and the other to meet were coming from nearby countries. I admit I, I didn't plan to pay the high cost for any ticket, but I just wanted to be there, to be part of it. I stayed in Thailand, recovered reasonably well, got off the crutches, and started working. I still planned on flying to Brazil. Then Thai New Year came, mid-April. I went on a four-day bender and didn't care of myself. Didn't take care of myself. I was prone to leg ache and still am to this day. With the alcohol consumption, I never realised how real the pain may be. My first day off the drink, I got out of bed and couldn't walk properly. Something was wrong. My girlfriend took me to hospital and found out the screws in my leg had come loose. The plate had broken and I needed more surgery. I had a job in a private English language academy, but it was at the end of the academic year. They weren't going to pay for a teacher to come back. Back to work, uh, who couldn't do the job. Fuck this, I said. Back to England for to the NHS. God bless the NHS. Remember that. End of uh, end of story. Now I needed time in the UK to recover. I couldn't get travel insurance as I did if I did leave England, so I had to wait for the doctor to give me a clean bill of health. I watched the World Cup from my parents' home. A very boring summer, although I did win a few quid betting. <laughs> my leg is lumpy. It's nine degrees off centre and has never felt the same again. I missed a great footballing experience in a country I consider up there with England as the most football mad. I don't have the same desire to go to Russia, but I feel lucky to be alive. I returned to Thailand that December and got a job. I've been all over since. Currently I live in Spain and live it, and life is great. Apart from the football heartache, I still feel on a regular basis. That's my story. My name is Tom. I'm a typical Newcastle fan, doomed to fail. Well done, um, well done, Jim. Can I just ask a question? What did he spend £20 on in Thailand? I don't know, a bit of food. What? Man, on his own, in Thailand. 20 quid? 
So there you go. You asked for it. You've got it. Uh, Soldier Lost in Battle. If you've got a Soldier Lost in Battle story that is as epic as that, maybe a lot briefer, then we would love to read them on the podcast as we do every single week. So get in the comments right now. Soldier Lost in Battle and then write your story. Let us know yeah, the those, heartbreaking stories you've been And through. those that have written them that we haven't featured yet, we will get to them if they're any good. Um, it's just that if a better one comes up, it gets you certain. <laughs> either write better ones or wait until they come okay final part of the podcast questions for flames James Flav flames Uh, we've asked you to get your questions in uh, and you've done so and there's some epic stuff here which is going to kind of lead into a bit of birds in that as as well uh, Adam so listen up first one and it's from a lad I won't say his name um, but he uh, he actually he put it in a podcast. They put it in last week's podcast, yeah. and he's tweeted me as well. So this guy needs some advice. He needs some help, yeah. So if you guys can help him as well, um, I'm looking forward to this. Then uh, let us know in the comments below, and you can you can uh, give him some guidance. Question slash guidance for Flames: A girl I work with split up with her boyfriend. Good. We got close and had a nearly moment. Oh my son! And uh, the following week. She got back with her fella what? and decided not to speak to me again. Not even a phase out. Pie. Just ghost. Ghosted. And I had to find out from other people in work. She now, she's now had her uh, contract finished. So she's in the last few weeks at work and has now started to get back in touch. Mm. How do I behave for the weeks she has left at work? How do you behave? So how does he deal with this situation? Firstly... Let's just deal with her because if she's got back with her boyfriend and she has feelings for you, then she's probably done the right thing. Although it was probably quite painful because obviously she doesn't want to cheat on her boyfriend, which she shouldn't do. And you know the risk of that could happen because obviously you're the big swinging dick around here, and she wants a bit. So, um, <laughs> so you know you can understand it, and you should you shouldn't be too angry with her. I, I can understand her reasoning. She probably should have talked to you, but. Not always an easy thing to do. That's true. Yeah. Uh, nearly moment as well. I think mean, you've got to be careful with these kind of things. Was it a nearly moment for you? Was it a nearly moment for her? Yeah. Because sometimes, I mean? a, sometimes a nearly moment isn't a moment at yeah. all, which is in your head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. She's just kind of. She's just daydreaming, and, I, and you're you're on your way. I had a nearly moment with, oh, yeah. with someone at work. Did you really? And Neil. <laughs> Leave it there. Wow. Oh, um, so how does he behave for the next few weeks? How does he deal with this this broad? I think... <laughs> I can't say bird and broad, you know. It, Why not? Because some people might find it offensive. Misogynistic. It's misogynistic. Is it? Yes. No, is mean, it misogynistic? Let me know. It's not... It's, it's some... It's not... I don't think it is, but, you know, some people might take exception. Anyway, look. The, the lady, young lady, um, you know, he, look, it's, it's her prerogative to... Uh, the thing is, is she just talking to you again, or are you thinking that, and, and you're reading too much into it? And is this the kind of like, uh, uh, like it's the end of the holiday romance thing where you like everything's rosy? She knows she's leaving work, yeah. So she's going, all oh, right, I can enjoy the banter, I can enjoy the flirting, I can get in touch. Yeah, or maybe she just thinks, Jimmy thinks, well, look, I can get one in before the end. That's not misogynistic, Kiss, but what? broad is. No, that's not just... vulgar. That's fine. Vulgar, <laughs> right, David Brent. <laughs> <laughs> the. Uh, I, 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 you know, I'm, you know, I can kiss him, for, for example, and then I can walk away, and there's no fear. If he's Imagine there. that kiss, lad. It's gonna be electric. Oh, 
Yeah, it's going lovely. Uh, Easy with the tongue, be careful. What's the most electric kiss you've ever had, Jim? That's the story for another time. That's not for this podcast, mate. Mine's with Ollie. Mine's with Neil. (laughs) (laughs) Neil? (laughs) What a slag. It was a different night. Um, So I would say, this is my advice for you, right? Play it cool. Don't act uh, too bothered about the situation. Be gen- like gen- gently flirty. If it gets to a point where she's sort of kind of coming on a little bit too strong, but she's still with the fella, tell her, right, six months. I'll give you six months. Get out of my sight. Deal with your boyfriend. If you want to be with me, then let's talk then. I'm, I'm wasting my time right I'm, now. I'm, and then you'll look really cool. Within a week, she'll be, uh, she'll be there. I'm definitely of the uh, persuasion, or I don't know what's the, what's the correct word. I'm, I'm the kind of bloke that if I know someone has a fella, I wouldn't go near him. You wouldn't go near him? No, I wouldn't. Because if someone did that to me, I'd, I'd I agree. want to end him. Yeah, that's it. If you know this other guy, then, then come I on. I don't even know. Like, if, 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 I was on, if, I was, if I was in a disco... Yeah, and I was, you're at your local discotheque. Uh, it's like yeah. that. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm going, I'm going, all right, Treetle. How you Cheeky, doing? Cheeky, right. Cheeky, Do you want to, hang on, hang on a minute, before we take this any further, have you got a boyfriend? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but he's not here. Well, I'm not interested, love. I'm not that kind of bloke. Okay. Yeah? And okay. you shouldn't be that way either. <laughs> Respect to love him. Yeah, my sight. Or leave him. <laughs> Out of my sight, in room 69. We hope not that's like helped. That. We hope that's helped. Yeah. Second one, um, going to say his name, Ivan. Oh, hello, Ivan. I went out with this girl a couple of times and found out she's a Chelsea fan. Whoa. We get along really well and she's she's a strong nine in my opinion. Shouldn't rate women in t- t- out of ten. Yeah. Adam learned that the hard way. Football is a big part of our lives and maybe you have experienced how hard it's to date a girl who sports a rival club. She isn't just a fan, she's obsessed with Chelsea, which is weird to see with, fe- with females, I guess. <laughs> Not all. Whoa. That's ridiculous. Steady on there. Yeah. Um, went to her home, saw Chelsea stuff all over the house, and I'm thinking, how am I going to handle this? Ah, uh, that is tough. That, that is tough. There's no. There, there is. I mean, I don't. I work with some Arsenal fans. I don't want to know them. Yeah. Not on any real personal level. So imagine, because you can't help who you fall in love with. I'm not saying he loves him, but if you do, you go down that that path. If you're willing. Then, I, yeah, and you go home and it's like a framed picture of Martin Keogh in other words. <laughs> yeah, no one needs that. That's no one's that after a long day. Martin, uh, like that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, I would say I generally go for women who don't like football because that's yours. Because then it's yeah, it's my thing, and it allows me to do white lies that allow me to get away with things. Like for example, and this isn't mine. I can't claim to this, but a mate of mine does this every week and gets away with it. Right, he plays football. <laughs> he plays football and he wants to have a pint afterwards yeah, which means he's got to stay out later right yeah so he'll call after after every game's finished and he go I don't know it's gone to extra time so I'm going to be a bit late <laughs> so I'm real, I'm sorry so yeah every, every game most, most games she, she doesn't watch football she doesn't tweet she goes oh it's gone extra oh, again oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that allows you lot of rubbish fun. yeah um, so I would generally stay away from women who like football what? why can't you just in a, in a you know in a love sense uh, why why can't he just go for a pint? Why does he have to? I don't know. Well, yeah, no, no, you, you've got to keep a fine. You've got to keep a fine balance. Of not what? everyone's like an alpha male like you, Flav. I'm not an alpha male. I just believe that as a free human being, I should be allowed to have a pint of beer after the football if I want. Okay. And I probably wouldn't be with a woman who stopped me. Getting back to this question, 
She's a strong nine, he's saying. So he finds her very attractive. Again, she didn't rate women. Yeah, she's, she's an attractive in his eyes. She supports the enemy. Yeah. Uh, I think you've got to get... It's up to you, mate, isn't it, really? It's like, is she, is she you know, is, she, is the juice, juice worth the squeeze? <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> it's the juice worth the squeeze. Um, yeah, look, uh, it would be really annoying. Imagine, like, you come home, Chelsea had pumped us 5-1 in the semi-finals they did a few years ago, and she's gloating. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Is she is she a, a classy fan or is yeah. she a bit muggy? Yeah, if she's a bit muggy. Then uh, do you need that? I'm yeah. not sure it's worth it. But if she can like deal with it, like, I've got I've got mates. One of my best mates, is a Brentford fan, and we kind of have a. You'll hate this. We kind of have a pact that when it is that derby game, we won't dig each other out afterwards because because there'll be another derby and it'll go the other way and it's just, it's just no, pointless. I, I don't hate that at all. I don't, I don't actually get a great deal out of gloating. I, I, get, I get a great deal out of... I don't... I, don't, I, I never walk in and go, ah, Arsenal lost your shit to anyone. Uh, I get my revenge when, they, when I've, been, had, had, I've been recipient of it. I'll always give it to them people. Right. But I never got someone when they're feeling bad. And, you know, I, I didn't speak to one of my good mates at university seven years because he sent me a text after Arsenal beat us 5-1 4-1 gloating about it really he didn't know that I had a, I had a problem with him I just stopped texting him and I, you're I, upset I, I wow. you phased him out I phased him out I spoke to him since then so yeah Ivan I would set some ground rules maybe that's a way of doing it maybe can you take all the Chelsea stuff down and can we just have some rules that you're just not a man also Chelsea. what kind of person is she as well she's a Chelsea fan they're, 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 they're dubious aren't they Dubious, yeah, generally. Chelsea, proper Chelsea. Cody two four seven is the last one. Uh, Got a problem for Flavin James? I've got a massive crush on my manager. Another work related relationship thing. Unbelievable. I've got a massive crush on my manager, who is an absolute (laughs) milf. (laughs) And just incredible as a person. Yes, same thing. Problem is, she's twice my age and recently married. Well, it's yeah. affecting my work. I'm bang average at my job anyway, but my targets have <laughs> taken a big hit. It's just that it's very distracting, and clearly I cannot mention anything to her directly. No, you And not. she is doing everything she can to help me improve at my job. Oh. Right, How do I overcome this problem or get under my boss? <laughs> this is a serious question. Um, forget the second part of that. We're not going to give you any advice that leads to you getting what you want but you know having crushes is normal you know it's, it's, it's hard you know it, it's, it's a normal thing um, everyone had a teacher at school Miss Patterson Mrs Sadler and uh, you know it's just, just a part of being a, being, being a grown up and getting past it really it's, just, it's a shame for you um, I mean uh, so I don't have any advice for you logical really. options get another job or start looking for another yeah, if you're job. You're no good. It doesn't say you like it. If it's unbearable, get out of there. I mean, is there? Have you had a nearly moment? Is there a spark there? I've had crushes at work. Yeah, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we all have. We all had a thing with Neil. I oh, know. I haven't had a thing with him. I had a nearly moment. Mm. I only had a nearly moment because Adam phased him out yeah. and he was feeling vulnerable. Yeah, mate. To be honest, you just got time's a great healer. You know, you've got to move forward. Uh, it's difficult when she's there all the time. I don't, I don't know what the advice is for that. I mean, often, often fantasy is more better than reality. Very true. The grass isn't always green or all that stuff. Um, get another job. Get another job. Yeah, there you go. That's the advice. So, right, there you have it. Flames advice. You like that? Yeah, 
Yeah, why not? I'm not sure how much good advice we've given there, but if you do have a question for us, we can do it at the end of the podcast. But isn't that, yeah? Do you want to do a quick, quick one of that? You said that, you we, said that earlier in the podcast. We did. Um, Adam, you got any news? No. <laughs> <laughs> you look a liar. No. You really look a liar. Back, back on the market. Back on the Adam market again. Back on the market. And serving up wallops. <laughs> yeah. Have you updated the apps? No, so I'm getting away from the app. Get away from the app. Getting away from the app. He doesn't want to use Tinder and Bumble. And that, by the fact that he's allowed to use Bumble is because he's good looking. Strapping young lad. Mm. Um, uh, but he, he, I'll tell it for him because he's, he's a bit shy, a bit bashful. He doesn't want to say, look how good I am. Mm. He had, uh, you know, a good time the other night. Could he? Yeah, he had a good time <laughs> with a young lady. I... Hasn't spoken to her since. Oh. Phased it. It was one of them. It was one of them. <laughs> she, she hasn't spoken to me. She's been trying. No. She, as she you, texted you. Mate, you didn't have to no, block her. We didn't even have each other's number. You didn't have to block her on Facebook. Time. No, that was... That, that, that. Has he blocked her on Facebook? Oh, wow. Well. No, no. Um, he's young, he's virile. Yeah, he's screaming. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. That's it, look. That's totally fine. You know, she probably wanted that as well. She went... Like, he's a total... <laughs> he's a total stud muffin. He's a stud muffin. But he's not... Got it up there. <laughs> well, maybe he's a shell. Yeah, he's a shell. He's a yeah. yeah it's very pretty on the outside of a man. The vacuous darkness <laughs> inside. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really getting anything yeah. apart from the bod. So she's she's done the same thing back to you, mate. So yeah, yeah. But the, the, the things that he was really into, her mind. Really, yeah. That's what. Less that's what, body, that's what sealed the deal for him. Yeah, incredible. Uh, so let's know your thoughts on uh, the flames advice. Get your get your fame, flames advice questions in as well. I quite yeah. enjoy it at the end of the podcast. Yeah. Those just stick around. Uh, and when you're wording them, use language that's not, a, like, that doesn't objectify women. Yeah. I'm big on that at the moment. I'm a feminist now. I'm a feminist. I can't even say it, but I am yeah. one of those. Uh, if you enjoy the One for the Weekend podcast, then download the app, because that helps us. Yeah. It's in the description. Also... Click the like button, subscribe, because we keep, we always get more views than we get subscribers. Yeah. Um, it's odd. Literally, most people can't be bothered to click the subscribe button. That's move what it your is. mouse and click it. How <laughs> tough is that? <laughs> um, and also, keep leaving comments and stuff, because obviously you've seen that your comments and your interaction so with the fun, show, yeah. it's, re- it's loads of fun, but it also makes up a large part of the show. Um, what's important about podcasts is that there's a big connection between the audience and us or whoever's doing the podcast, and that's really important to us. So keep leaving those comments, keep leaving Soldiers Lost in Battle, stat nuggets, questions of flames if you want us so to, nice, to do that. It? It's good, isn't it? Uh, and yeah, just let us know your thoughts. Um, yeah. And well, yeah, we'll see you next And week. if you haven't had time to watch... all oh, it's the end. If you don't have time to watch the next episode, you can download it on, uh, on all, you, all of your podcast apps. Thanks, James. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.